0: Welcome to the Front Desk Goddess Diaries, where we show you how to work smarter, not harder, because busyness does not equal profitability. Join our conversations where we show you how to decrease stress, take more time off, and have more fun. Hi, my name is Amy. I am a personal practice coach for The Brady Group, and I've been in your shoes. I have the pleasure of working with dental practices across the globe, and you know what I've discovered? Everyone has the same challenges. I'm excited to share wisdom that I've gained through great dental practices, just like yours so kathleen's back with me today hello amy i'm so happy to be back it's been a while i know i know and i have to just clarify something really quick so many of you have commented on our announcement that kathleen is the newest brady group team member she's actually been with us for about six months and i'm just a little behind (laughs) no 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 such a sweet introduction and i'm just happy to be a part of the brady
1: group and i can't wait to hopefully get to meet a lot of you guys in Salt Lake City um, in April. I cannot wait. Amy's been telling me all the great things and the,
0: the just everybody that I get to meet, and I can't wait. We are excited. We are going to have a well, – we've got a lot of people coming that um, – Anyway, many of them, it's our first live event. It's going to be be great. Okay, Amy, what are we talking about today? Drum roll. What's our topic? All right. So today we're going to talk about how we can create value for our patients because I hear that question all the time. And the thing that we need to understand, first of all, is that uh, what, what our patients really care about and then we can create a plan based on that value system. Okay, so what do people really want? I'll tell you what they don't want, Kathleen. They do not want crowns. What? No. They don't want root canals. Stop. You're don't kidding want me. Implants. And they don't want scaling and root cleaning. Mm, well. Yeah. So I mean, you might have
1: something there. I don't know.
0: Well, let me ask you this. From a patient point of view, what do you think patients are considering when they're trying to make decisions about their dentistry?
1: Well, I know when I go to the dentist, um, my first thing is, okay, is this gonna hurt? How long is this going to take? Do I need to, you know, take off work, have someone pick up the kids? How, how much is it going to cost me? Am I still going to be able to get that new purse that I want? Or am I going to have to worry about my dental bill? And then maybe, you know, just, am I going to be happy when it's all said and
0: done? Okay. Yeah. But see, the problem is we don't focus on those things. We lead with education and I hear all the time, boy, we just need to increase our patient's dental IQ because If they understood things like we do, then surely it's a no brainer and they would do it.
1: Well, I don't think exactly that's true, because if that were the case, then we would have, you know, your financial planner that, you know, maybe wasn't the greatest financial planner. We would have doctors that weren't overweight or that would smoke and that would
0: be telling you how to be healthy. So I'm not exactly sure if I understand that logic. Uh, In fact, interesting you say that because uh, how do you, how many dentists do you suppose, what percentage do you suppose floss regularly? Well, I would hope that they all would (laughs) because they're telling me that I need to floss every day. That's right. Um, But believe it or not, several years ago, Dr. Brady attended a, a clinical CE course and several dentists were there and they actually surveyed the dentists. And guess what percentage say that they floss regularly? 99% (laughs) 99% <laughs> actually it was the same as the general population um so see if, yeah i mean if it i say, not as i do that's right if education works then what the heck you know i mean uh, mm-hmm. then dentists and hygienists and people that work in dentistry shouldn't have periodontal disease shouldn't have cavities shouldn't mm-hmm. eat things with sugar uh but we know that's not the case right So I'm not saying education isn't important, guys, but when we talk about creating value for patients, we focus too much on education, uh, whereas we should be focusing on what the patient values. Maybe they want to avoid pain. Maybe they want to keep their teeth or, you know, it could be time. Maybe they're just super busy and don't want to spend a lot of time at the dentist. Uh, Sometimes it could be, gosh, I, you know, have a limited discretionary income. And I just want to make sure the money I do spend is uh, put to good use. So why do you think
1: that dentists and hygienists and assistants spend so much time educating and
0: explaining? Well, that's how we're brought up. First of all, that's how we've all been trained. It's our frame of reference. Uh, And again, I'm I'm not saying we should ditch education. We Mm -hmm. just need to understand where that falls in the process. In fact, guys, I'm going to drop a bombshell here. Education is not part of the decision-making process. Write that down, people. Yeah, patients don't, um, you know, say, "Oh, yeah, that makes perfect sense." Sign me up. Here's a check. Um, I'm not saying that that isn't an influence. It certainly Mm -hmm. can be, but that's not where we should lead. We need to get out of our frame of reference and get into our patients' frame of reference and understand their perspective. And that's the only way we're gonna be able to assist them and and help them build value for what we can do for them.
1: Well, what if we started by finding out why the actual patients come in to begin with? And maybe if we can find out why that is, why they wanna get their teeth cleaned,
0: it would maybe establish some groundwork going forward. Okay, well, a lot of people would say, you know, in fact, I heard this the other day when I, know, uh, suggested they just ask patients, tell me why you want to get your teeth cleaned." They said, well, it's because they get two free cleanings a year. Well, I can
1: think of a lot of, you know, things that things that being are right,
0: Amy, in Rockwall, Texas that are free, <laughs> but are they important just because they're free? Yeah. I mean, are we going to run out the door and just go do them, you know, take a couple of hours off work and, uh, you know, no, we're not. It, there has to be some motivation, some value in uh, doing things just because they are free. Registration is now open for our April 8th virtual Front Desk Goddess Retreat. It's an outrageously innovative event exclusively created for successful dental practices that wanna minimize the hassles of insurance filing, statement sending, bad scheduling, collections, phone shoppers, low case acceptance, high overhead, front desk bottleneck trouble, and other stress monsters. Just call me, Amy, at 800-592-7239 to register. Oh, and you can mention this podcast and that'll save you $50 on your registration. All right. So people make their decisions emotionally. In fact, we all make our decisions um, on how to spend our money emotionally. Okay. So Amy, I mean,
1: I'm a bargain shopper. So what about the people that just shop around for the best possible price?
0: That's a great question. And I am too, Kathleen. I mean, we love our Walmart. We love, oh, <laughs> you yeah. know, uh, target and absolutely. But, uh, we may lead with logic and, and there are some things that frankly, you know, it's, it's a tangible item and, um, you know, toilet paper is toilet paper. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when we talk about an experience, when we talk about, uh, a service, it's, it's a little bit different. And, um, you know, we may lead with logic. You talk about a fee shopper. they may call and their leading question is how much is a crown? But ultimately, mm-hmm. believe it or not, most of them will make their decision based on how they felt in the phone call, not necessarily how much your crown happens to be. And we've we've talked exactly. about how to handle that question. Uh, and you can go back and listen to that podcast on getting p- patients through the door. Mm-hmm. But you know, another example, we actually had some work done on our bathroom last year and, uh, I am always a doer. I'm like, okay, let's just get it done. My husband on the other hand, he's always about doing his due diligence and he told me to get three estimates, which I did. Mm-hmm. But, uh, in one, they were all three, there was a really inexpensive, um, estimate one that was kind of middle to high and then the one that was super super high guess one we guess which one we ended up going
1: with i'm gonna guess because you are my tj Maxx shopper also i'm gonna guess cheapest one okay all right
0: so yeah i love tj Maxx too i'm a maxinista <laughs> um but here's the thing is we ultimately ended up going with the guy that we trusted the most not the least expensive okay. he ended up being the middle of the road to to a little bit higher. Um, But he had done some work for our neighbor. He was easy to talk to. Uh, He was interested Mm -hmm. in what we wanted to accomplish. The other two were larger companies. They had a lot of people that worked for him. The guy that came out wasn't the one I talked to on the phone. I had to kind of re-explain myself. I didn't seem to be in the know. Uh, One of those was really expensive. The other one was really cheap. And Mm -hmm. neither one felt personal. Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, that's very
1: interesting. Okay, so if a practice is used to leading with education and this is kind of a newer concept, where can you start?
0: Well, I think just trying to lead with a question. And we do a lot of role playing in this realm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if we were to just talk nuts and bolts here, uh, let's say you're talking to a patient over the phone instead of saying, here's what we do on all new patient visits. Or you need to plan on two hours because we do a very thorough exam, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Instead of that, what if we just said, what are you looking for in a dental office? Or other than a cleaning, what do you want to accomplish? How does that feel? I, I think that sounds very natural. Okay. Um, in hygiene, have a patient come in for a cleaning. Uh, maybe it's a new patient. Instead of saying, we need a full set of x-rays on all new patients. What if you ask, how proactive do you want to be when it comes to your teeth?
1: I like the word proactive a lot just because the opposite is reactive and you never want to have to react when it comes to anything with your health. Right.
0: And so, you know, if a patient's receptive there and say, Oh yeah, well, I want to be proactive. Mm -hmm. uh, Then we ask permission. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. So in order to help you catch things early, make sure you don't have any surprises, a great resource we have for, for that are x-rays. Is it okay if we do that today? Um, Then we look Mm -hmm. at, maybe it's an assistant in a limited exam. And instead of uh, saying, well, you know what? Yeah, we, we can fix this too, but what we really need to do is get you back for a complete exam and x-rays. Uh, try this instead. What if we can prevent this from happening again? Would you like for us to take a look at the rest of your teeth to see if, and we can catch things early so you don't have any more surprises. Um, see, patients don't like uh, to be told again what they need to do. And we've talked about that so often. And so, you know, again, back to your question, Kathleen, let's just start asking questions instead of leading with Mm -hmm. what they need to do. I love that. We'd be honored if you would subscribe to the front desk goddess diaries, radar podcast, and share it with your friends from one goddess to another. This is Amy signing off.